You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're hearing about a unique skill and a confidence-boosting activity, which is very popular in mainland China and in different parts of Asia, including Malaysia and Singapore, and seems to be gaining in popularity right here in Hong Kong. And that is swimming like a mermaid. And to chat about this, I'm really delighted to be joined on the program by Yuki Wong, the CEO of MFI Mermaid, which is a mermaid school that aims to help people to build self-confidence, along with Sporty, who is a mermaid instructor and a sports KOL, key opinion leader. Welcome to the program, Sporty and Yuki. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's great to meet you both. Uh, We are live this afternoon on Facebook as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. If you'd like to join in and be viewers, feel free to join us there. Um, Maybe uh, before we talk about the school, uh, Yuki, tell us what exactly is swimming like a mermaid? What do you think is a swimming like a mermaid (laughs) first as a host? (laughs) That's a a tough one. I think it's a very sort of beautiful, stylized, uh, very elegant. uh, Yeah, that's the the impression I get with, with mermaid and, and quite sporty as well. You know, you have to be quite fit to, to swim like a mermaid. So uh, actually, mermaiding started many years ago. The first mermaid performance was in 19, uh, 1911, which is a movie and an actress actually wore on a mermaid tail and filmed a movie called Million Dollar Mermaid. And then there are bunches of clusters of mermaids in European countries, Asian countries. And MFI actually started in 2015. And we are actually the first organization, not a school. We're bigger than that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually a school, uh, uh, a system that we write for people to learn uh, mermaid courses step by step. For example, where you see in this postcard here, we have different levels of teaching. Oh, For wow. example, if you're it's like a curriculum, yep, exactly. That's what we're doing, making mermaiding a, an easy thing to learn. For example, if you're an absolute beginner, you can start from M zero, which is a mermaid experience. Just two or three hours, have fun, and try on the tail and try on the fin, and have fun with this sport. See if you like it or if you drown in the water. <laughs> on now on to the second level that they can try is level one, where it's a full certification force. You have one theory class, one studio class, and three pool classes. And when you finish this course, you'll be able to perform basic performance skills. If someone queue you down to an aquarium, you'll be able to do a routine, dynamic, and static. And basically, you'll wow everyone. Well, I'm, yep. I'm already thinking, wow, already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sporty. So what, what's mermaiding to you then? For me, actually, mermaid. I, I why I join mermaid because I think this is too beautiful. Yes, very pretty. So um, um for me, I'm a, a slasher now, and yeah. So I want to have some special things to me in my life. So I join mermaid. It yeah. is a very unique. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love uh, performance. Yeah, because I have uh, performs in the drama. Uh, drama stage and also I would like to uh, do my performance under the water it's quite wow yeah exactly when you tell people that you, you are a mermaid what's their reaction then Oh, there's such a job? Yeah. Oh, there's such a career? Yeah. Oh, but I've actually seen it somewhere. Oh, so it's happening in Hong Kong too? Usually that. Yeah. <laughs> but actually the organization actually founded in Hong Kong, then re-bought mermaiding into other well-known Asian countries like China, Taiwan, Malaysia, Singapore. 88% of the mermaids in those countries are actually from us. It's just that Hong Kong people, you guys are so not work balanced. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why if you finish your work, if you can go back home and have a dinner, it's already a good thing. <laughs> but this year, because of COVID-19, actually a lot of people are exploring different things in Hong Kong. We have a great boost this year. Basically, we are down into water every week now yeah. because we have at least triple the previous amount of students coming in this year triple? and we are now yep. oh wow and we are now in different platforms like KK Day and those kind of stuff <laughs> and there are a lot of student inquiries coming in a lot of uh, interviews and a lot of features as well so people are trying to explore different things now yeah so yeah. what do people learn then when they sort of sign up for for your mermaid organization so basically, if you join us with an M0 mermaid experience, it's a two or three hour thing. At first, we'll be onto the ground and doing some breathing and also doing stretching work and also learning our most fundamental thing, which is body wave. Uh, because we use the body wave to go down to do mermaiding movements. And for this mermaiding movement, the main point is it's different from dancing. Because for dancing, your movements can be onto every angle. But for mermaiding, it has to be systemat a systematic both frontwards and backwards. Let Sporty yeah, to demonstrate. Can you demonstrate, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. so, so when you see she's doing the body wave going forth and going backwards, the backward has to be equally the same, or else you'll be digging into the water. So this is the first part that we'll be doing in the M0 class. And then onto that, we'll be doing some lovely shooting on land with our fin and also with our tails. Then we'll go down to water and do some static posing and also forward swimming. And if onto an advanced level, level one, you'll be doing even more that you have to combine all the moves together and do a performance routine. Like it's a not routine? Just, yeah, it's not yeah. just swimming alone. It's performing like a mermaid, not just swimming like a mermaid. Yeah. So the objective for zero is swim like a mermaid. The objective of one is perform and be like a mermaid. Actually be like a mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm curious to, to say, to, to ask you also, you mentioned just now it's a sport. So how much, how fit do you have to be uh, for this? And should you be sort of training hard uh, to, to become a mermaid? If you're at that level sporty, well, yeah, you're very sporty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do my sport uh, before. For mermaid, actually, I think... Um, they can change my core muscles because it's really hard for 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 us to do a a, bro, a body wave if we don't have the core muscles. So if you join mermaid, actually you can uh, change that part and mm. you'll get slimmer and you'll get more fit look like outfit. Yeah, that's it. It's the benefit of mermaid, yeah. yeah. And what else? I mean, you have to hold your breath if you're under the water as well. Yeah. So you have to train sort of a, a larger uh, a l lung capacity, vital capacity. I would say you would have to have good physique. For example, um, not a person that never touches sport and afraid of sunlight and afraid of moving around. At least you have to be a little active in your personal style and also able to try something new and not too afraid of water. Mm -hmm. Because for mermaiding, the difference between swimming and mermaid is swimming is very simple. You basically just swim through the, the, the pool and swim through. But mm -hmm. for us, we have to dig ourselves into the pool, swim into different depth, uh, different levels of depth. So you have to be not afraid of water, but it's okay to not know swimming. Yeah. So who are the people who sort of uh, want to be mermaids? Who Take are a guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I mean, is it like a hobby or is it something that people want to change careers? I mean, typically, I mean, you must see so many different types of people who come through uh, your school, your organization. Who, who are these people? 
I would say、uh, two types first. Some people treat it as a leisure sport, that how you do yoga or you do gym after work. Some people treat it like a professional thing. For us, we are professional instructors, and we also have professional underwater photographers, safety teams, and also perform performers. For example, we actually have some mermaid instructors performing in aquariums in、mm. Taiwan and China now. And for the leisure sport one, usually I think. Maybe、uh, sporty can also supplement main three main types. One of the type is people who like to play water sports anyhow. So they bucket list every every kind of water sport that they can take. Tick tick tick.、Yep. And、For、this is a, a like great one. Diving people, kayaking、yeah. people, sailing people. They all just come to Stand different. Stand up paddling. Yep yep yep. <laughs> And the second type of people is maybe they like to dance on land, do yoga, and more of the self-expression people,、mm. and they want to explore that underwater. And the third one is they are really afraid of water. They want to take this as a chance to break through themselves. For example, I have a student that was in cancer last year, and she's actually not 100% recovered. But after having cancer, she wanted to break through all the things that she were afraid of before、mm-hmm. she she had cancer. One of the thing is water. So she picked something interesting to comfort her fears. I still remember the first class when she came to me is when the water is just onto her waist. Almost to her her breast area, she was already shivering and shaking, and now she's one of my best performing students in class. Amazing! Yeah, one、she、year time, she overcame、yeah. sort of、uh, her fear for it and nailed it. Really,、yep. brilliant.、Mm. Sp- sporty. What about for you? What are the types of people that you've seen and, and you've trained? And what I are- have trained some boys because、oh, more, most of the people they don't know.、Uh, they they think when I talk about the mermaid, that, oh, it's girl things. It's、um, Yeah, it's I'm not a girl. Okay, you understand <laughs> what? I, then I told them,、uh, many of men or boys they、uh, performance better than the girls. Even yeah. better. Yeah, even better、wow. because their performance, their they they are fearless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're fearless. And, and it takes a certain type of personality for for guys to really think I'm not gonna. You know, given yeah, to the yeah, gender yeah. stereotypes,、exactly. and I'll just do this. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I the the special students for me is、uh, for, uh, we have some men in here, and actually, if some men joins the mermaid, actually, is uh, uh, if we take some pictures, then is there more fruity and more. Specials and yeah, it's look better. Yeah, what are some of the difficulties and or the challenges you've come across when teaching people? You know, it, it's sort of I, I don't know. I'm thinking professional models. They're born to be really good at posing. Can you teach poses and how do you teach them to be very aware of your body? You know, that that's difficult to to learn. Uh, one of the most difficult thing for mermaiding is we stretch a lot of muscles that you basically don't use even if you're a yoga teacher. For example, our ankle has to have has to be really flexible, or else you'll cramp all the day in the、oh, pool.、Yeah. And a lot of thigh muscles and also back muscles, where yoga people don't actually use a lot. So basically, those are the biggest challenges people would have. And、uh, body wave, whether people are <laughs> fluent enough to do back and forth, fluent enough, and swim into the water. Uh, for models, they're actually better underwater because they know how to do facial expression easily because they are meant to pose any anywhere anyhow. But sometimes they still have to comfort feel with the water, and they usually challenge themselves to the maximum that they will take off their mask in the first class.、Mm-hmm. Where taking off a mask is a disaster for the first time, because basically all the water、uh, will go into your nose, your mouth. 
and you will feel like a little bit like choking. Mm -hmm. It takes time to get used to it. But professional models are harsh on themselves. Every single time when they come, just for the first class, they're trying to push their limits every single time. Yeah, and it's you need to take it step by step. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I, I noticed that you bought some uh, equipment and some props with you. Um, perhaps you can talk about some sure. of the props that you need when you become a professional mermaid. Cool. Okay, the first thing is this one. This is a mermaid fin, where we call wow. fin. And this is actually the thing that you uh, that we put on our leg, and this will bring us uh, motion and momentum to go forward. It's really big. It's almost it looks like one of those sort of when you go snorkeling the flippers, but it's sort of it's joined together. Bigger, yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. And this is a typical size for 37 to 39. Basically, your foot is until here only, yeah. and you'll be kicking it uh, throughout. How heavy is that, Yuki? Oh, two kg. So, wow. so you've got to have. imagine if we are in a class and we have four to five students, so we are carrying like <laughs> ten kg every yeah. single time. Yeah, <laughs> not easy at all. Yeah. yeah, and for beginners, we usually don't wear on the mermaid skin. We call mer skin immediately. Oh, we will give them skin. this mer legging, okay, which is a legging with uh, fish scales. And it's easier for people because when you wear the mer skin, you will tie your knees up, which is very insecure for a lot of people and it's a little scary yeah. and you can't take it off immediately. Yeah. So for the first few classes, we usually will do the merlagging and with the fin. And if students are ready, we will give them our mer skin. It's a little big. Wow. I'm not sure if the camera can capture I, I'd, everything. Yeah, I'd love for our listeners <laughs> to join us on Facebook. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. We're speaking with Sporty and Yuki <laughs> this afternoon. And they're holding up mermaid skin. Yep. Mer skin. So why we call it as mer skin? Because we have technical terms. This is mer skin. This is a mer fin. And the two putting together is a mer tail. Oh, so you need two to combine to make a yep. mer tail. Yep. So this is the place that you put yourself into it and put it on your waist. So usually wow, these are in... small. Uh, it's actually quite... Uh, oh, it's stretchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you see first scales on it, and these are some designs. This design is actually made by one of our instructors. She designed all the, the pattern and the color. And this is Hu Po. Oh, yeah, oh, it's very beautiful. And some of the first skins, they have these... Um, shimmery, shimmery fins, things, yeah. which look amazing underwater with sun, and the fin is onto this part. Wow. Okay. It's so <laughs> intricate, you know. It's like you know, it reminds me of you know Kpo or Chipao yeah. or you know something like that. And there are a lot of different colors, different patterns. Some are with fish scales, some are without the fish scales. So it's a like lot of embroidered even. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really yeah. a lot. And then onto the upper part. Yes. They usually wear. These. They are beautiful. <laughs> they look like bikini tops, yep, but bikini special tops. types. Yeah, it's actually hard. Oh. And yeah. it's all uh, by handmade to stick all these on. Wow. Yeah. Can I just. Yeah, it's that, really wow. Hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. Just to <laughs> make like sure. It's like a shell on your. It's like a shell. <laughs> to make sure that everything is supported. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're moving around, um, it could be quite easy. I mean, you just don't want anything to sort of pop out yeah. or just, yeah. A lot of students come into the first class, their beginnings usually pop out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you become a bit more self You become self-conscious and it's just one less thing to worry yeah. about if it's and nice and tight. And because this thing is ex basically really hard, so yeah. it doesn't pop out in any way. <laughs> in any way. Um, and uh, so this is the standard, if you like, uniform. Um, when you're practicing, do you encourage your students to practice like this or do you sort of encourage them just to practice in regular swimsuit or really just to feel the weight of all the equipment? 
for regular practices, we usually just wear a normal bikini top. Yeah. Can be bikini top, can be a sport bra kind of top, yeah. and with armor leggings and the fin. And maybe for the end of the class, for maybe 15 or 20 minutes, we'll wear the skin on, because when you're with the skin, you actually use a lot more of your energy, and it's really tiring. So we usually just do it at the end of the class, where we call mermaid party. Oh, so we do a lot party. of shoots. Yeah. Does it feel different once you wear the costume and everything? Do you feel like you move differently? Does it change your mentality? <laughs> um, I mean, you're, you're an instructor as well, Sporty? Uh, yes. Yeah, because um, yeah, I feel I, I I feel I'm a real mermaid after I dress up all the things. Yeah, and I will feel confidence and I will feel freedom in the water. So yeah, I quite like to uh, be mermaid and wear all dress up all the things on me. Yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm talking to two mermaids already. This is <laughs> such a sort of different world. Mm -hmm. What do you want your students to achieve? I mean, when they come to your organization, do you want them to sort of boost self-confidence? What is sort of, they come through your organization, what's the, the, the message that you want them to leave with? I would say be themselves. Um, some people always ask us, can you have mermaiding as a team building sport? And I always reject them because in mermaiding, what we stress is individualism, not yeah. collectivism. Yeah. Um, not to confine to the norm, not to confine to the society, what they expect you to do, and just be whatever you want to be. For the first class, we usually will ask, what kind of mermaid do you want to become? An aggressive one, a sexy one, a pretty one, a cute one, or even a dark-started mermaid. Maybe a person has to be really uh, happy and cheerful at work, but she actually wants to be a dark-started mermaid. a moody mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be moody. Uh, I don't want to show any people. I don't want to see any people. I just want to be myself. Yeah. So I would say the final outcome that we want to have our students to be is be confident to be who you are and never regret to be who you are. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. And how has mermaiding, final question, how has mermaiding changed your own lives? I mean, has it sort of boosted your, <laughs> your life in, in different ways, made you found a new passion? How, how has it changed you? Yeah, um, first of all, I didn't think I would be an uh, instructor at the beginning. Yeah, but now I am. All right, so this changed my careers a lot. Um, and, uh, and I feel, after I, I do mermaid, um, I feel I find my way in the water because I'm afraid of water before. Didn't really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe two years before, I'm, mm. I don't know how to swim. And I have um, uh, fall into water and, and yeah, I, and I need scared. someone to help yeah. me. I need someone to uh, rescue me uh, on the floor. But now I'm confident in waters and I love waters and I, I love the time that I'm underwater. Yeah. yeah, this is quite quite a change for me. Yeah, it's great, sporty. And what about for you, Yuki? Um, from my perspective, I'm also an instructor and I'm also managing MFI itself as a You're an entrepreneur, yeah. yes. I would say the biggest reward is I can empower people to do whatever they want to do. For example, we have some examples in Taiwan, maybe some instructors are nurses or from the medical field. They're actually very exhausted in their work. Yeah. And mermaiding this sport brought them fun and also a place to relax. And onwards, they maybe just quit their job and make mermaiding as their full-time job. 
made not just as an instructor. Also, they design their own tails, design their own accessories, even open an underwater studio for people to do shooting, and also performance that the aquariums actually pay them to do this. So I would say the most rewarding thing is just. And then we are not just a sport, but an industry that we can create different things—a community, a selling cycle, uh, a marketplace for people to buy and sell, and also self-sustain themselves. Yeah, amazing! I'm so happy I met you both. Thank you、yeah. so much for your sharing. It's completely opened up our worlds to the underwater world, and, and a lot of fun and self-confidence boosting and career changing as well. Sporty and Yuki, thank you so much for joining us, and I hope our listeners、uh, really enjoyed、uh, today's chat. Thank you so much. Thank you.